to dream the impossible dream. Hello, I'm Larry Stevenson. Welcome to Let Your Dreams Work, the weekly call where we share how individuals and organizations can harness their dreams to be more, see more, do more, have more, and give more. Tune in, listen with intent, and see yourself living your dreams and relax into a state where your mind can freely create. Today, we're going to discuss creating or joining a mastermind group to synergize purposefully. Now, I've talked about mastermind groups in previous episodes. I've described the agenda for a mastermind group. I've talked about the benefits of a mastermind group. And I've talked about how the mastermind group can become such a tool to ensuring, and I mean that, ensuring that you let your dreams work. Today, I want to revisit and expand on a previous podcast where I talked about how to either join or create your own mastermind group. This can be very intimidating for people. It's it's very tough, first, to find mastermind groups, and second, to get invited to one. Or if you can't get invited to one or you can't find one, to identify the people that would be a good fit for you to bring and to create a mastermind group. So I'm going to explore various ways that you can find mastermind groups. Um, Let me start with first... If you belong to a professional association, if you belong to a union, if you belong to an online users group, like so many IT professionals will belong to a users group on how to use Maya or how to use uh, C Sharp or whatever program, there will be user groups there. You can start in those areas. You can start First, just sending a message out, is anyone aware of mastermind groups in our association? Is there anyone who's aware of a mastermind group in our industry? And you can start to ask, not right away, may I join, but try and identify people who are in mastermind groups and ask them good questions about the benefits they derive from a mastermind group, how their mastermind group functions, how often do they meet, where do they meet, what are the agendas that they have, how many people do they have in their mastermind group, what kind of turnover is there in their mastermind group. These are questions that you begin to ask Not to identify immediately, I want to join this mastermind group, but to expand your understanding of what mastermind groups are and how they function. And in the process, yes, you are going to find information about that mastermind group and possibly an opening. When you ask about how often do people turn over, You can ask them, what are the reasons that people leave your mastermind group? What are the kind of successes that the people in your mastermind group are achieving? You may find that some mastermind groups will only deal with one thing. It may be a professional mastermind group, and they only deal with getting their career, getting their profession, improving their lives at work, but they don't discuss anything else. Our mastermind group, and I've been a member of a mastermind group for over 15 years, 
we're dealing with all kinds of things. We're dealing with uh, exercise regimes. We're dealing with health issues. We deal with professional. Most of it, yes, is dealing with professional things. Um, but we are still open to other topics and we strengthen one another that way. Uh, we found that the best size for our group was about four people. That allowed each person to report what they did, to take about 15 minutes and to, to brainstorm solutions to a situation they had, and then for each of us to report on, this is what I hope to do before our next meeting. We also um, had to have a change. We, we Our mastermind group is not the same. We're now down to three. One of our people decided that he retired. He sold his business. He's now living and doing a lot of service and didn't have time for our mastermind group every month. But he still, we get together for lunch about once a quarter, and he's still part of that. So start, as I said, by asking people about mastermind groups that they are a part of through your professional associations, through unions, through user groups online. Next, you can go to your LinkedIn and social media, so LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram, and you can just post out to there how many of my friends are in a mastermind group and ask similar questions online. Now, don't list all your questions at once because the post will get too long and the responses will be too long. Ask a question at a time. Once you've identified those who responded that, yes, they are a member of a mastermind group, then rather than doing an open broadcast to everyone on your social media, you start messaging them back and forth so that you're now dealing with those who have said, yes, I am in a mastermind group, and you're able to just ask them those questions to find out how their mastermind group works. What are the things they've learned that are good? What are the things they've learned to avoid in their mastermind group? You can ask your social media contacts. Now with that, I'm going to go to one that a lot of us forget. Go through the list of contacts on your phone. And as you go through, ask yourself this question. Is this a person who seems to be growing, who seems to be improving and evolving? Is this a person who probably is open to the idea of dreaming and letting their dreams work? Is this the kind of person who would be in a mastermind group? Is this a joiner? Is this a type of person who really uh, is reaching out to that? And, and once again, you start by asking them questions about their mastermind group and if they belong to one and the questions we discussed before. Those are to be able to find mastermind groups. Now, some people will just Google mastermind groups and the name of their city. I haven't had as much good luck with that, but some people have had very good luck with that. This works in more uh, in smaller suburban, maybe even rural areas. When you Google it, like Mastermind Groups Los Angeles or Mastermind Groups Boston, you're probably going to get inundated with them. There are some professional groups that you can join that are designed for this kind of networking. 
And some of them are just community-based and some of them are more general, like IBNI. Those are ones that you might want to join and, and use as a mastermind, even though their purpose is more networking. Those are how to join existing mastermind groups. Obviously, I need to close the, the circle. As you are discussing with them how their group works, what are the benefits, and, and you'll notice I said you don't deal with these questions in one sitting. You're doing this over time. And as you are asking these questions, you will, because of the nature of the questions, communicate your commitment, your doing the work to the members who of that mastermind group who, if a change is coming, may be able to reach out of their own and invite you to join. You may also want to, at some point, say to them, you know, I'm, I'm really wanting to join or create a mastermind group, and the more I talk to you, the more you sounds just wonderful. I don't know. We, we've talked about how often you have turnover. I don't know if you're going to have turnover in the next little while. But if an opening became available in your mastermind group, would you be willing to consider me as a possibility of a replacement? I, I really think that I could both learn, obviously, from you, but also contribute to the things that you are working on. So you make that request not pushy, but you make it firmly. If an opening comes, would you be willing to consider me as a replacement? Now, the key to that is you can't just assume they will remember when an opening comes. You can't do, I'm going to ask you all these questions, and once I have all my needs satisfied, I'm going to drop the relationship and hope you call me. You have to stay in touch. And you stay in touch professionally. You don't keep saying, has an opening come? Has an opening come? You just keep talking about mastermind groups. You maybe even share with them, I'm working on this goal or this dream. Do you have any ideas? And let them share ideas with you as we discuss in optimizing connections. By optimizing the connection, you stay front of mind with them. Now, when I say optimizing the connection, you're not reaching out to them every single day. You're not reaching out two or three times a week. You're reaching out maybe twice a month with intelligent conversations, either sharing something that your discovery about their mastermind group shared with that you understand that they're working on so you can share a connection or asking additional questions. But stay front of mind, and stay front of mind in a professional connection, not in a needy, um, and, and not in an irritatingly, constantly, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Do you have an opening? Do you have an opening? Don't do that. That just makes them feel you're not going to fit in their mastermind group. So those are ideas on how to find and work to get an invitation to an existing mastermind group. Now let's talk about if you can't find one or it's more comfortable for you to create one, let's talk about how to do that. And in that, you're going to use a lot of the same connections. And that's what I want to emphasize. 
Mastermind groups work best when you have people who know one another, at least some of them. For example, in our mastermind group, we started with three of us who all knew each other from a professional association. We brought in a fourth person. When that person left, one of the members of our group had a, well, actually two of them had a connection to this other person who I didn't know. And we brought them in based on their idea. So you're going to start with people you know. And once again, you're going to use and optimize your connections. If you belong to a professional association, a union, or a user's group, go through the membership list and ask yourself, who in this group seems to be moving forward? Who seems to be growing and, and taking action to move forward in multiple directions, perhaps. And you can find this out by doing really good connecting and building relationships at the meetings, whether online or in person. And, and I suggest a really good book called Tribalry, Tribalry Like a Tribe, by Jared Stewart and Sarah Waugh. Sarah is S-A-R-A-H-W-A-U-G-H. It's an excellent book. It's available on Amazon. Tribalry talks about how to build these relationships that can bring to pass much good in your life without being obnoxious relationships or toxic relationships. It's a great book, and I suggest everyone read it. But start with those people who are in those organizations, listening to what they talk about, listening to what they say, asking them questions and sharing uh, back and forth a dialogue about dreams and goals and what are they working on and what you're working on and ask them, have you ever been a member of a mastermind group? And they may say, yes, I was for a while, but I dropped out. In which case you say, okay, what were the benefits that you saw when you were in it? Why did you drop out? Have you ever considered joining another one? These are questions you can ask people who are already in the professional association with you. They are already in the union. They are in the users group. They are on your social media, on LinkedIn. They may be on uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever social media you're using. And in that process, you're going to see what they're posting and you'll see what they are talking about and find a kindred spirit, if you will. Also, as we mentioned before, one that people forget all the time is go through your email list. Go through the list on your phone of contacts and ask yourself again, is this the kind of person who would be open to evolving, who would be open to growing, who would be open to letting their dreams work and, and achieving good things in their lives? And would they be the kind of person who would collaborate? And, and both give and accept the help that they have. And as you ask those questions, you then start talking to them, as I said, about at first, have they ever been in a mastermind group? What do they understand about mastermind groups? What are their thoughts about mastermind groups? What are their thoughts about getting together on a monthly basis to work together to achieve different dreams and goals? 
You ask them those kind of questions. And once again, don't ask them all at once. You may ask two or three when you're in a personal meeting or you get together and you're at a association meeting or something. Or if you're exchanging through messaging, you're just going to ask one, maybe two questions. If you're doing a Marco Polo, you can ask one or two and it's easier it's easier to verbally respond to these questions than to type out answers so that's why a marco polo a t- whatever version you're using that allows them to just speak may be the better choice as you're talking to them you're going to start assessing is this someone that i would like to meet with once a month that would lift me that isn't a person who tears things down or isn't a person who's always criticizing you want to look for people who will be honest and open because a mastermind group where everyone is just yes people and they're not willing to say the tough things um they're not going to allow you to get where you want to go because they're not going to brainstorm. They're not going to call you out when you're getting ready to do something that really probably is going to be a waste of time or really isn't what you want. It's, it's not using our smart model. It's not relevant. You need people who are going to call you out on that. You need people who are going to say, you know, Larry, this is your third meeting where you haven't worked on your goals and you haven't had anything for us to discuss. Tell us what's going on and we'll call you on that. You need someone in your group who is going to be strong and take their time. A mastermind group that has a lot of people or even one person who is always deferring to everyone else. Everyone else's dream is more important than mine is not a good fit for your mastermind group. Now, once you've identified the three to four people that you would like to invite, you then say to them, you know, we've been talking about mastermind groups. You have shared some of the dreams you want to work on. I've shared some of my dreams with you and and you've given me good ideas and I hope my ideas have been helpful to you. I'm wanting to formalize this more into a regular mastermind group. And what I see is that we would meet once a month for about 90 minutes. And our agenda would be each of us would share what we did since the last meeting to make our dream work. Each of us would take about 10 to 15 minutes and bring up something that they would like the group to brainstorm and share solutions or be a sounding board. And then the last part is each of us would list four to five things we're going to do in the between now and the next meeting to move our dream forward. How does that proposal sound to you? And listen to their answer. And as they talk, start taking some notes and, and, and answer their questions. And as they bring things up, you may have questions. And once you've decided, then when you have the, the th- four, three to four people that you're going to have in your group, you need to make some decisions about specifics. What day are we going to meet? We find most mastermind groups find having the same day every month 
works best because people can calendar it for an entire year. Now, you'd be flexible, like in our group, we have several who travel, and so we're flexible, but we begin with, we're meeting on the second Wednesday. Is there anyone who has a problem with with that? And then we'll change it. Set on a time that you are going to meet. Set that the meeting will last 90 minutes. Determine a location that you're going to meet. Now, you may meet in a changing location. You may say, each month we will choose what the next location is. Our group had people who were working and living in two separate metropolitan areas about 45 minutes apart. And so for the first 11 years, we would meet once in the South and once in the North, and we would alternate every single month. We had specific places that we're meeting. We were using, for example, um, we'd go to the lobby of a Hampton Inn or a Holiday Inn Express, and we would meet in their lobby. We talked to the front desk. We got permission to do it. So you can meet in various places. Some meet in restaurants, and they have a meal as they're doing that. You do want to have the ability to lay places out that you can write. And so as you're looking at that, recognize that. When COVID hit, we obviously couldn't keep meeting in person, so we went to meeting by Zoom. And when COVID ended, we found that we really enjoyed the Zoom meeting so much, we were able to accomplish the same things without the commute back and forth. So we've just continued with a virtual meeting. And then we'll get together for lunch, as I said, once or twice or three times a year, um, every December. Our meeting is, our mastermind meets, but we meet in a restaurant and we have a really nice early dinner for us. And we very seldom do the agenda for that one. This one is more of just a personal fun time together. You need to establish those details. And then, of course, when you've established all that, you set the date for the first meeting. Now, You can do it in the first meeting or you can do it before. You need to designate who's going to be the scribe, who's going to keep the meeting going. In our group, we designated one person. He volunteered to do it and he did all the scribing. He wrote down every person's goals as they gave them at the end of the meeting. At the next meeting, he would say, okay, these are the goals. And he'd go through each of us and he'd say, Larry, you were going to do this. And I'd say whether I did it or not. And you were going to do this. And I'd say, and then he'd say, Doyle, you were going to do this. And once again, he'd go through the list. We've now changed that because that's the member of our group that left. And we now put in in our Google, our, our calendar, the meeting element, we change the notes each meeting, and that's where we list so that everyone can see what everyone else is going to be doing between now and the next meeting. And that's allowed for us to work much easier. The person designated also is the one who says what order you're going in when it comes time to brainstorm solutions. And what we do is we take whoever was the second person to report on what they did, that person becomes the first one to brainstorm so that we're constantly rotating that. These are just some ideas on how to join or create your own mastermind group.
In all of this, remember, the purpose of your mastermind group is to synergize purposefully. That two plus two equals six, seven, or ten, not four. The idea is that as these different perspectives come together, they can motivate one another. They can share different perspectives on action to be taken. They can share different perspectives on problems to be solved. This last element, synergizing purposefully, is essential to allowing your dreams to work. It's how they come together. It allows the momentum to actually achieve what you want to do. I hope this episode helped. Thank you for listening. I'm Larry Stevenson. And what are you going to do this week to let your dreams work? To reach the unreachable star.